Hey, hi, hello, how are you? And welcome back to Watch It Again, the podcast where you talk about movies, TV shows, comic books, and everything in between. As always, I'm Jacob. I'm Kat. And I'm Nick. And it's number 100 this week. Woo! Hooray! Yay, we did it. I put up with you guys for this long. Uh, well, you know, you weren't here 100 times, but. Neither were whatever. you. Yeah, well, I'm totally yeah, sorry. Happy 100 I'm to just me. Like two. Yeah. Happy 100 to the guy that keeps the gear in a locked cabinet and won't <laughs> let anyone <laughs> record on, without him. It's not in a locked cabinet. It's in a locked room. In a locked house, in a locked garage. The cabinet behind you does not have a lock on it. Noted. Okay. <laughs> Rock, uh, burglars out there. Hey, the door. Nick. Wet bandits. <laughs> um, but yeah, so for number 100, we thought we'd do something big. Something massive. Massive. Some would say maybe Titanic, Titanic. in size. Oh, ah, oh, ah, oh, ah, oh wow. Ah, pun. Our comedy is getting better. If you didn't get that, we're doing Titanic. <laughs> yes. The uh, 1997 James Cameron film that was the highest grossing movie of all time until James Cameron's Avatar came out and then it became the highest grossing movie of all time until... Avengers Endgame came out, and it became the highest grossing movie of all time. No, it was Infinity War and then Endgame, wasn't it? No, Infinity War never overtook Avatar. And now, Avatar got re-released at some point, so Avatar is again the highest grossing movie of all time. See, (laughs) I get why Titanic was number one. Avatar still just, I don't know, that confuses me. Why that movie was so successful and for like... I get why it made money, but like that much money? Because it had inflated ticket prices because it was the 3D Uh, and tickets uh, were like twice as much. uh, Oh, Still though, like 3D was like a thing for a couple of years after. Yeah, but it was like the peak. It was like, Uh, oh my God, look at this action movie in 3D. You're going to vomit halfway through. They made it for 3D. Yeah. 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 Um, Had you seen, had either of you seen this movie before? I'd seen scenes. I'd seen the second half and then the first half. Like through school. Oh, I had yeah. not seen it. Wait, they it. showed you the titty bit at school? They must have. Wow. You don't you really show see that to much. Teenagers. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there's a like a PG. school version. Yeah. I guess, yeah. PG I, version. I don't know. But yeah, I, I think I will. Yeah, like it's probably right up before the titty version we saw at school. And I saw like the second half on the Teacher just goes next. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I hadn't seen it. I think for like three film buffs, it's kind of funny that none of us had ever seen it all the way through. I think, well, I think because I like had to study aspects of it too, mm. that just like kind of wrote me off. Yeah, like, that's fair. Watching mm. it for enjoyment, I guess. Yeah. Even though I'm not, I'm not always like that with stuff I had to study, but like I think this in particular. Also, it's fucking over three hours long, so yeah. that's probably so we'll say that. Yeah, I <laughs> think. I think for me, like, it was all the hype. Everyone who yeah. I'd ever spoken to and told that I hadn't watched it was like, oh, my God, you haven't watched Titanic. You need to watch it now. Like, it's so mm. good. And yeah. they just hyped it up so much. So I was like, I'm just going to be disappointed when I actually do end up watching this movie. Yeah, yeah. my mum flipped out when I was leaving. I told her it was Titanic. She was like, oh, my God. Like, yeah. I think so. I think there's a lot. There's a definitely a generation that has a big soft spot for this movie. I think it's mainly because, like, it started kind of, like, I'm just going to say it, women falling in love with Leonardo DiCaprio. Okay, I actually had this conversation with my mum because I had never found Leo um, attractive before this and then I watched it and I was like, yeah, I kind of see it now. Yeah. 
He still looks like a child in this, I feel. He's he was meant to be. <laughs> 22 or 23. I, I think, I don't know. Like, there's, a, I don't know, like, when, like, stuff like The Departed and other stuff start coming out, like, I think he looks old then, and that's only a couple of years after this, but in the, like, he... The Departed came out in, like, 2008. Really? Holy fuck. I'm All right, pretty sure. Yeah. So still it came though, out like, in the late noughties. But I don't know. Like he, he, even like next to Kate Winslet, I see him and I'm just like, I think it's just because he's so like thin. It's also because like, like, he just yeah. looks He looks young. much younger than Kate Winslet. And it's, they're both meant yeah. to be 17 in the right. story. They're both 17 years old. Oh, boy. I get right? Well, yeah. Which makes her whole engagement thing really weird. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, true. I mean, well, I mean for 19, yeah. yeah, for 1912. So they're Was both. 1912 or 1914? 12. Oh, 12? Yeah. So Leo was 22, 23 when this was made slash released. And Kate Winslet was, you know, what, 21, 22? So they're in like, you know. Yeah. Same age when this came out. So what is the Titanic? It's a movie. Starring... Wait, are you, uh, are you asking us or is this <laughs> yeah. a rhetorical question? I mean, it was just an open question that then oh, led okay. to what I was going to say. Should we should we try? Oh wait, are you going to go over the plot briefly, or no, I'm going to go over the actual Titanic briefly? Oh, nice. okay, yes, I love this. This is from National Geographic. Oh, good, because I read the Wikipedia page. Okay, <laughs> so on April 10, 1912, the RMS Titanic set sail on a five-day journey across the North Atlantic Ocean from Southampton in England to New York City, New York. The Titanic was one of the biggest and most state-of-the-art ocean liners of its day. With all the ship's safety measures, the Titanic was thought to be unsinkable. On April 15, the Titanic sunk after colliding with an iceberg, tragically taking the lives of more than 1,500 passengers and crew. The Titanic had 16, this is very important, 16 watertight compartments. And the ship could stay afloat with up to four of these compartments flooded. No more than four. Only four of 16 can be flooded. Um, after hitting the iceberg, water began flooding the Titanic's forward six compartments, um, bulkheads, watertight walls, and the compartments meant that the water that to, meant to keep the water from flooding the rest of the ship were not tall enough to contain the water in the damaged compartments. In just over two and a half hours, the Titanic filled with water and sank. Um, on deck, the Titanic's crew helped passengers into lifeboats. The Titanic had only 20 lifeboats rather than the 48 that would have been necessary to save all the people on board. Um, the Titanic's owners and the British Board of Trade thought that having too many lifeboats crowded the deck and would make people believe the ship was unsafe. Um, hundreds of people were thrown into the icy cold Atlantic water and died of hypothermia. While it was sinking, the Titanic um, radioed to other ships in the area but was only able to reach the RMS um, Carpathia, which was 93 kilometres away. The Carpathia arrived about four hours later at 4am to rescue the estimated 705 survivors. That's crazy. Like, more than half the people on board died. This, um, <laughs> this tragedy led to global law changes in the governing of ships and the open sea, and then essentially brought in the requirement to have a seat on a lifeboat for every person that's on board to stop yeah. this happening again. I mean, it's happened. The people obviously dropped. Seems like a given. That <coughs> yeah, well, these days, yeah. like, these days, like, big cruise ships and stuff 
have up to double the amount of lifeboats oh, required. Yeah. yeah. So there's yeah. A, there's yeah. more than enough for people to get on in multiple decks across the thing. And then <clears throat> also these days they're electronically lowered into the water. Yeah. Whereas back here they're yeah, hand, so yeah. ropes and yeah, having to cut it with knives. Yeah. But even then they weren't filling the lifeboats with the maximum amount of people that they could. No. And that was another thing, that there was a lot of controversy around who was getting in lifeboats and mm. who wasn't as seen in the film. You know, people getting locked in lower decks and... Yeah. Yes. Lower class people not allowed on. So I'm going to read through a story from The Hollywood Reporter, which is a bit about how Titanic came to be and you know stuff like that, rather than go through kind of the plot per se. So I'm just going to read through this kind of like background story for the next little bit and feel free to interject at any moment or if I go off on a tangent at any time. Sure how thing. long is it? No idea. Oh. Nice like <laughs> story about how the movie was made. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought you were talking more about the actual Titanic. No, and I was no. like, this is going to get sad real quick. No, <laughs> I mean, it's still going to get sad. Um, so in, by 1996, Sherry Lansing was firmly in place atop Paramount Pictures. Comfortable at last in her role as an executive after years as a producer, during which time she had worked the system rather than working for it. She was a hung- hungry for good material, anxious to find the kind of dramas fueled by the intense emotions that had driven her personal life. Then she had heard about a new epic whose rights might just, who might, just might, be available. The industry was abuzz with rumours about Titanic, the first film from director James Cameron since his 1994 True Lies. The movie was shrouded in mystery, its script hidden from even the most probing of Paramount's executives. But production chief John Goldwyn's wife, actress Colin Camp, had recently auditioned for a role and soon, and soon an executive at 20th Century Fox slipped the screenplay into Goldwyn's hands. As soon as he got it, Goldwyn passed it to Lansing, who devoured it in one gigantic bite. Immediately she um, knew... She found gold. She was thrilled by the way Cameron had used a real-life tragedy to propel his fictional story, a Romeo and Juliet tale set against an epic backdrop. As modern as modern in its themes as its historic in its setting. The movie was largely having set in 1912, but it was utterly um, contemporary in its feel. It was a great love story with an underlying message about female empowerment, she said. Rose, who ended up being played by... Um, Kate Winslet, was strong and feisty from the beginning. She's an independent woman who breaks with her class to be with the man she loves. Ends up being Leonardo DiCaprio. People underestimate the strength of those characters and how unconventional they were. She was eager to um, board the project, but knew Cameron was locked into a deal with Fox and soon to start production. Then word began to spread around the picture's cost. Stories rumbled, stories rumbled through Hollywood that the price was too steep, that Fox executives were desperate to sell off some of the rights. Soon Lansing learned that the studio was in talks to co-finance the picture with Universal. At the time, she knew that rival studios, um, the, the rival studio was contending with a few slew of troubles, including the fallout from Kevin Costner's 1995 drama Waterworld, which was a huge budget mm-hmm. blowout mm-hmm. and didn't really do that well. Um, an ocean-based actioneer that had become a byword for Nick. What's that yeah. word? Prolific. Pro- Prolificy. Prolific. 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 Prolific.
Legacy? Profligacy. Yeah, okay. Anyway. Um, I was going to say that. That, <laughs> <laughs> sure. that, if nothing else, might give it pause when faced with another sea-going drama. Um, Universal Pictures chairman Casey Silver couldn't run away fast enough, said Fox's executive Bill Mechanic. Um, everybody thought the movie was nuts. When Universal wavered, Lansing pounced, um, gathering her executive, she launched a coordinated assault, bombarding Fox with calls and reminding its staff about their great shared experience on Braveheart. Um, Mechanic did not see things quite that way. He was angry that Paramount had failed to do the paperwork that would have given Fox a share of Braveheart's Best Picture Oscar and believed the neglect was deliberate. They were calling and saying, we had such a good time on Braveheart. And I'm like, well, there were some issues. Mechanic would have uh, liked to finance Titanic on his own. He believed it was invested in, but the higher up on the ladder the decision-making went, the more anxious everyone seemed. There were bosses to please, shareholders to keep happy. Studio chief Peter Charon was soon to be elevated to president of News Corp, um, and the last thing he wanted was to stay on his record. He insisted that Mechanic consider Paramount's offer and said they had five days to close a deal. Lansing sent Bill um, Bernstein her chief of business affairs, to negotiate. And by the end of five straight days of talks at precisely 2am, technically passed Fox's deadline, the two sides agreed to split the $109 million budget down the middle. $109 million, Like, Just I hear that now and I'm like, <laughs> that's not a lot. <laughs> Just wait. Um, the contracts were faxed back and forth and hastily signed. The deal was done. <sighs> then trouble began. Oh, no. When Lansing was given a detailed budget, she saw one red flag after another. I hadn't produced such an elaborate movie, but I knew it was a light, light by millions of dollars. So $109 million is not going to be enough. Concerned, she sent um, Freg Garlo, her head of physical production, to Baja, Mexico, where Cameron had built a gigantic water tank and multi-level sets on a 24-acre piece of land. Gallo found an operation bigger than anything he had ever seen. Some 10,000 tons of dynamite had been used to blow a hole large enough to build the tank and 115 construction workers were hammering away at the vessel, which was almost as large as the original ship. I was going to say, did he actually build the ship? Really? Build a big practical set. But even this brief visit revealed all sorts of things that could go wrong. Um... Cameron wanted real wallpaper and things like that. I said, why don't you build the sets and have them paint on the wallpaper? No one will ever know. He wanted a special submarine and there was only one in the world. It was Russian and he had to have it. <laughs> they bring it in and on the first day they have a power problems and can't shoot. When um, Gullah reported all this to Lansing, anxiety turned to anger as the Paramount team suspected it had been deceived. The budget had gaping holes. Why had Fox not told them this? Lansing's partner at the top of Paramount, Jonathan Dolgal, was livid. He said, your budget's running way over. You knew this. We're going to sue you for fraud. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Charing was under immense pressure and the last thing he needed was a runaway picture whose entire expense rested on his shoulders. So he offered a new terms. Instead of a straight 50-50 split, he allowed Paramount to cap its investment, and it would pay a set amount for half the filming and Fox would cover the rest, including um, overages. 
we'd never have to pay a dime more, Lansing explained, no matter how over budget the movie went. Assuming the worst case scenario of $130 million, Paramount agreed to play half of that or $65 million. So they've gone from half of 109 so they've gone from like, you know, 55 just under 55 mm. to 65 So an extra $10 million they've chucked in. Um, the deal has gone down as one of the most remarkable in motion picture history and, and an embarrassment for Fox. What do you guys reckon that the... Uh, Total budget for this film ended up being two hundred. You are so close. Yeah, to over two hundred, two hundred and fifty. No, two hundred and ten. Okay. Um, Fox later benefited for having a larger share of the profits, as it was neither party ever imagined how much the movie would eventually take in. Um, what was the highest grossing movie before this? Probably. Um, I don't know. What's the one that ran for like forty years. No, it probably would have oh. been like no, that's only for inflation. It probably would have been like Star Wars or oh, something yeah. like that. Yeah, must but have been. this was the first movie to make over a billion dollars ever. Yeah. yeah. Um, which is pretty good. So John must oh, have yeah. run Unheard. ten different yeah, scenarios. <laughs> Unheard of. <laughs> to show how much we could make or lose, said Lansing. We did them until we were both blue in the face, but nobody had ever heard of a movie making two billion. Still, as the Mexico shoot commenced, weekly costs reports came in, indicating that the budget was careening, careening sorry, out of control. Mechanic and Charon were furious that um, Paramount had gotten away scot-free. While their own relationship was deteriorating as Mechanic felt he was being blamed while Charon had moved out of the line of fire, um, everyone, thought that they were, uh, everyone thought they were going to lose money, uh, said Cameron. Nobody was planning for... The upside, myself included. So even James Cameron at this point isn't confident that this is going to do well. <laughs> They're like, we're just throwing, you know, a set literally everything to be money fair. at this film yeah, and to just be fair, hoping. Why would it? Like exactly, the like, They are taking a huge gamble and not knowing if it's going to pay off. And James Cameron's just like, "Fuck! What have I done? What have I taken on?" Um. Not even Lansing was sure she had a hit. Until she travelled to Mexico early in the shoot, I walked through the ship and I... Um, oh, my, there's an ad and it's just moved the whole page. There we go. Um, I walked through the ship and I was taken back in time, she said. They'd recreated everything. And the specific, specific, specificity... Fuck me, dead. Um, <laughs> of the details right down to the period dishes blew my mind. She was thrilled with the dailies, but the pressure was growing, especially on Mechanic. Uh, Peter was hiding his head in the sand. We were losing three out of every five days. We had no estimate of when it would finish or what it would cost to finish at all. Production delays grew worse as building the ship took far longer than anticipated. The film's director of photography was replaced. Several cast members came down sick with the flu, and almost everyone cowered at the sight of Cameron, um, terrified of his temper. Mechanic was so alarmed that he drove down to Baja armed with a list of proposed cuts. There he confronted Cameron in the middle of the night. Jim exploded, he said. It was three or four o'clock in the morning, and he, if he'd had a gun in his trailer, he would have shot me. Jim being James Cameron. James Cameron, yes. Um, the gist of it was, if you're so fucking smart, you direct the picture, and he walked off. He stormed out of his trailer, pulled the chauffeur out of the car, and sped off. 
Eagle Screamer said, shut down the chute until he calls me and got in my car and drove back to LA. Um, it was one of those meetings at night in the middle of a 150 day shoot where people just didn't see eye to eye. Cameron and mechanic reached a tentative peace and filming resumed, but the problems continued. Um, it was terrible. The picture was going over. The picture was going over and over. Everybody had written it off. It was going to be the biggest disaster ever. But Bill kept believing the film, when a lot of other people at the studio didn't. As word leaked about the nightmare shoot, some of the cast and crew turned against their director. Winslet said at times um, she was genuinely frightened of him, while others called him a tyrant. Mm. Um, after the shoot ended. Money continued to hemorrhage in post-production and relations between the two studios, already cool, became frigid. When Sharon and Dolgan um, to kick in some extra cash, he refused. We were carrying on the movie on we were carrying the movie on our books as $55 million loss, Sharon explained. I went to Paramount and said, John, you can't make what you're making while I'm still underwater. I'm going to get fired for this. And you're going to make money standing on my neck. He turned me down. I was very, very angry. While Paramount and Fox were at loggerheads, Cameron was at war with both studios. At the f- um, form, at the former, his wrath fell on Robert Friedman, a longtime Warner Brothers executive, whose Lansing has hired as a co vice chairman. Um, Cameron despised Friedman's plans for selling the picture, and loathed the trailer he had created. When he cut his own version, Friedman hated that in turn. So two trailers got made by two different people and they both hated each other's. Um, We got a call from Robbie Friedman saying, and I quote, I just saw your trailer and I threw up in my shoes. (laughs) That's what he said to James Cameron. I love that. The multi-party warfare continued over everything. Sorry, that's so visual. Um, the multi-party warfare continued over everything from the design of the poster to the date when the movie should open. As it became clear the director would not be able to make the planned release July 4, 1997, when Lansing called Charon to discuss Peter, was very upset with me, she acknowledged. He said, my dear, you don't have the kind of money that we have in it and we'll determine when it's going to be released, I said. Good luck to you. The conflict spilled into the open at the K... Spilled into the open Cannes Film Festival when Friedman and Mechanic came close to a fist fight before they agreed on a Christmas release. <laughs> throughout this ugly period... They took a fist fight. Yeah. Throughout <laughs> this ugly period, Cameron said, um, Sherry remained staunchly supportive of the movie. At no point was she more so when she saw parts of it pieced together for the first time at Cameron's Malibu home. Jim said... Come out and I'll show you a few scenes cut together. Just a couple of scenes, Langsing recalled. It was a Sunday and I'd made plans to have dinner with my husband. Um, later on, dinner with my husband later on. John Goldwyn and I drove to Jim's house early in the afternoon and we'd had a little lunch and then Jim made the room dark and showed us the first scene. I was speechless. Karen asked if she would like to see some more. Of course, she replied. And he showed me another scene, completely different and that was incredible. And he said, another scene? And I said, yes. I lost track of time. After an hour or, after an hour, or what she believed was an hour, she said she, said she could call um, Friedkin, who's her um, husband, to tell him she'd be late for dinner. I told Jim I was meeting Billy at 6. She said, and Jim said, what are you talking about? It's already 8 p.m. <laughs> that screening was the big 
was a big turning point for me, said Cameron, because we were in a very bleak place emotionally, trying to finish the movie. Everyone was against us. And all of a sudden, we had a studio head saying that somehow, at some level, it had all been worth it. Lansing only had one reservation about the song, My Heart Will Go On. Um, Jim, isn't this a little corny, she called? Oh, God, Sherry, the song is fantastic, <laughs> said Cameron. Titanic... Pre- premiered on November 1st, 1997 at the Tokyo International Film Festival and opened domestically on December 9th in the US on December 19 to 2,674 screens. Contrary to industry expectations, it came out number one at the box office, earning 28.6 million, only 20, okay, perspective, it earned 28.6 million domestically in its first weekend on its way to a worldwide total of $2.19 billion. Fucking and it's hell. much Holy higher shit. than that. I think it's gone up yeah, a bit yeah. more than that now. Um, that made it the most successful movie ever, a record only broken by James Cameron's Avatar in 2009 and then... Um, Endgame. 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 I think Infinity War beat Titanic as well. Right. Because um, I think it's now... Avatar and get. I'll have a look at. I'll look it up. Avatar's top. Do one of you two want to look it up? I just looked it up. It was Avatar and then Endgame. Endgame and then Infinity War and then Titanic. Yeah. Um, The picture went clean into the um, clean on theatrical alone. The business um, Bernstein, the business affairs executive. I'd never saw that happen before, so it was just perfect. Titanic was nominated for a record tying fourteen Oscars, and won eleven of them. Holy shit. Including three for James Cameron. Um, the day after the Oscars, Lansing ordered a photo of the moment when he and Landu landed their movie, learned their movie had been named Best Picture. She sent over the photo in a silver frame and said, it's a moment I'll have forever. So it won 11 of its Oscars. Um, do you guys have some thoughts on that? Like on the Oscars or no, just I, on I mean, that I, story that I've just like, told you of the it was just a fucking mess. Yeah. It's kind of always the way though, isn't it? Like people always think, you know, this has gone over budget, this is never gonna work, this is way out of our control, and then everyone loves it. Yeah, I think Yeah, I don't know. I like I, I think that was kind of always gonna be a problem. Just like I, I I've watched behind the scenes of it since watching it as very like I'm not shocked at all that had all those problems Mm. but also you're like filming on a massive set in water oh yeah with like like all miniatures they got like actual footage of the actual Titanic underwater like yeah yeah no shit it went like insane and all the crazy little submarines that they use yeah yeah I can't like I can't believe they like approved all of it really because like Mm. I think the only reason it did so well is because the story is so simple mm. and that, that like, is it, it. and the yeah. like practical effects are so like amazing. Like the, mm. it's so epic. Yeah. Like, it holds up. Yeah. Oh, I was 100%. watching this and I was like, there's only a few spots where I'm like, oh, that looks a bit funny. Yeah. Like it, it's a lot of it's very clearly like miniatures, but like yeah. back then if I fucking, but yeah, you'd have no clue. Well, no, you wouldn't really look like, I guess we look for it, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I think, I think it it holds up even yeah. today. What twenty? Yeah, five years later. I think I don't know. Like, there's a lot of people that don't like it, and I get why. 
because the story. Oh yeah, it's by like, far like it. I think. I don't think it, if, if it didn't look the way it did, I don't think it'd be well remembered at all. Mm. Like, because there there are like a lot of Titanic oh. movies and TV shows had come out before this. Like, there was a Titanic TV movie, like yeah. that came out the same year as this, <laughs> and was like very similar. Had like a pretty blonde guy as the lead, like rich redhead yeah. girl. Like, oh no, it was Catherine Zeta Jones, not redhead, but yeah, like it was like an actual thing, and like. I think, yeah, I think the only reason this is as highly regarded as it is is because of, like, the effects. Yeah. Uh, I think... Definitely. That mixed with, the, like, the uh, romantic plot, I think that just had, like, ginormous appeal. Because, like, yeah. I remember hearing that, that like, this is so um, successful and I was like, what the fuck? Why? I, I get it now, but, yeah, it's... I think, yeah, for me... Like, I get why it's successful, but it's yeah. definitely not something I'd go back and watch straight away. Mm. It's like... No. I think because the story is so simple, but I also think it's, it's had 25 <laughs> years to be spoofed and rehashed yeah. and parodied and for people to argue that it's the greatest love story of all time. And yeah. there's so much hype around it now that I'm I just like, so. that's I'm, I can't do this anymore. That like being I can't. said, I think Leo is really bad in this. It's not, it's not his fault. It's just the script is. See, garbage. I really like him in this. I don't. Like, I think he does a lot with what he's given. I don't like him in this, but I don't think anyone else could have done better. Like, I think he's yeah. perfectly cast in this because his lines are shit. Yeah, and, and like, that's what but I, mean. I also think it was like nineteen twelve speak. You yeah, know? yeah. So the way that it's kind of written to be a bit timey, but I think the performance he gives with the material he's given, mm. I think you know. He's delivering these lines, but he does it in a way where he's being so physical a lot of the time. Mm. Yeah. And, like, the, the performance he gives outside of what he's saying, I think, mm. so good. in the way, like, you know, he runs around and moves. Yeah. He genuinely moves, like, this energetic, excited... Like, like he's meant the, to be 17. Like the dinner party yeah. scene. I quite enjoyed that. Yeah, he's meant... Like, he's acting as if he's this energetic, excited 17-year-old boy that is on this massive ship and has ju- just met the girl of his dreams... Yeah. And he's even before when he's with his mate when they win the ticket. Well, is it for, uh, I don't know, Fabrizio or something? It's not Fabio. <laughs> it's not Fabio, no. <laughs> there Better was a Z in there somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I see, I saw that guy and I was like, I don't remember this guy being in the movie. What happens to him when he gets crushed by the. Yeah, like, by the funnel. Exhaust, yeah. How but, sad. Yeah, like, also, I feel. <laughs> Like, while Jacob looked shit up, I forgot there was a dead baby in this. Yeah. Yeah. That, 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 was, that fucking got me. That, yeah, me too. I was, I was like, like, holy fuck. When they were coming back, I was like, yes, they're going to find people. And then I was like, no, they're not, because that water is, dead. like, two degrees. Yeah, because I never got that as a kid. I was like, why didn't everyone just jump off the fucking boat? But, yeah, true. Because yeah. you get hypothermia water. and die yeah. like that little That's baby. That's why he was saying, like, we've got to stay on for the longest, like... Yeah, the, what, yeah, yeah he was like, we need to be... So... Oh, oh no, we won't get into that yet. Oh, yeah, come on. I was going to say, do you think that Jack would have fit on the door? No. There is no. a physics explanation for this. <laughs> no, yes. they would have rocked it. No. Oh. Yes, there is physically enough space for both of them to get on it. Right? So they both could have laid on top of it. Yeah. But with her weight sitting on it, the board is sitting just below the surface of the water. Yeah. If both of them got on it, 
being a heavy door, it likely would have sunk yeah. under their weight. Nice. So it likely would have sort of like it, they just would have sunk it. Mm. There you go. If they both got on it, that makes sense. And this movie was actually edited after it I quickly after it its release because Neil deGrasse Tyson sent a oh, message to yeah. James Cameron and said she wouldn't have been able to see the stars. Right. Like on that Why? at that time. No, it was, no, it wasn't that she couldn't see those stars. It's because it was the wrong, like, constellations. Yes. Oh. And he was like, that's the wrong sort of constellations for that time of that year. So he it changed needs to it. change. So he changed oh, it. Wait, after it was released? or Yeah. I think it was changed oh. for the 2012 re-release. Yeah. Uh, yeah I, I remember say, reading. It was Neil deGrasse Tyson... A thing? Public figure, then? But I mean, because, you know, James Cameron is a stickler for scientific accuracy. I mean, yeah, he's a man of the sea. Of course he is. <laughs> Where did that come from? Like, when did he become, like, the ocean guy? Is he the ocean guy? Yes. Yeah, he's like one what of the... What other thing has he done oh, in the he, ocean? Like, he's like a underwater you you? explorer. He's like one of the only people that's been, like, the furthest down. Oh, so, that's cool. Before he started to film the movie, James Cameron wanted to see the Titanic remains for himself because he's obsessed with shipwrecks. Cool. He's obsessed with diving and submarines and going and looking at mm. sunken boats, right? So shipwrecks kind of fascinated him and he went on multiple diving expeditions to see the boat. So he went multiple submarine trips down and looked at the Titanic. Um, it really helped him grasp the essence of the events. Um, he also described it as a really emotional experience being down there. Um, Cameron was inspired to make such a monumental movie during his time underwater when he saw the ship for himself. In total, the director made it 12 dives down to see the shipwreck. This means he spent more time with the Titanic than the actual passengers did before the boat sank. Huh. So he spent more time in a submarine at the boat than the people did on the boat before it hit the iceberg. Didn't it take days, though, before they... Yeah, he did 12 dives down there, so the total time of those dives was more from when it left port to when it hit the when it sunk to the bottom. Jeez. What a nerd. (laughs) Yeah, what a nerd. Um, Completely different nerd to us. In his dedication to it, or into the people, um, his intention was to really connect to the audience... Excuse me, um, the audience, and to the true story as much as he could. So the entire movie, except for cre- credits, so the entire movie set on the boat goes for exactly two hours and forty minutes, which is the time it took for the boat to sink. Yeah, nice. but we obviously get a bit at the beginning where the boat's not sinking, but like. The total time spent on the boat. Oh, I see. But like, yeah. it's not it's not real time because you obviously get the kind of half. Yeah. Right. Of yeah, because yeah. that's what I was thinking when um when the boat like hits the uh, the ship hits the iceberg. I was like, I wonder if like this is in real time the ship sinking. So, but no, I guess it was the whole. I think it hit the um iceberg about halfway through because I remember yeah, checking yeah, yeah. it and I was like yeah because I, I fuck I still have an hour and a half to go well <laughs> see this felt like a breeze from I, I, in I, I, I real was in a couple sit- sittings but this didn't feel like three and a half hours in real time events the collision with the iceberg in the movie lasted exactly 37 seconds which is how long it lasted in real life so in the movie the boat hits the iceberg at real speed 
There you go. Did and you the know, collision lasts for that long. Did you know that if they hadn't turned and they just hit it head on, they would have not sunk because it wouldn't have scraped and it wouldn't sliced, have gone to the, yeah. sliced, like uh, buckled the ship and, yeah, it would have just broken the front few and oh. not all five. There you go. Yeah. It's also That's really bummer. pointed out that this ship was supposedly unsinkable because of its new design, mm. but the bulkheads weren't high enough. Yeah. To contain the water. They so it just flowed like over from section to section, which, which you see in the movie. The front of the boat slowly sinks down, and then that's what causes it to snap. Yeah. yeah. Because the back of the boat is filled with all the air. Because it's water, like, mm. essentially sealed off. Yeah. So the only way the water's coming in is from the cracks at the bottom. So the water is filling the ship up, but all that air has to go somewhere. But it, that bottom section is essentially sealed off. So it's all getting pushed to the back, which is why when the boat sinks, it sat up bobbing for a while mm. because it was just full of air and all that air had to slowly bubble yeah, out, which disperse. is what causes that suction yeah, effect why down. The, um, the, like the windows were like shattering. Yeah. Then, yeah. yeah. Because it's just, yeah, all the air's like just still in the boat. Yeah. But the boat's under the water. So interesting. Yeah. It's fucking terrifying. Yeah. yeah. That. Um, that was such a like a long way down as well when they were up on the very end. Yeah. And, like, all the people sliding down, I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, the dude, like, jumps on the propeller. Oh, that was... Even people jumping that high into the water, I just felt, ugh, like... Oh, they 100% died. Yeah, 100% dead. Um, What was I saying? Something (laughs) science-y. What were we talking about? I don't know. Um, Ship-breaking air... I don't know. It'll come to me. Um, the couple cuddling. The old couple. Oh, in the bed. Um, that was sad. Is that uh, James Cameron's parents? No, they're <sighs> based on yes. Ida and Isidore Strauss, who are a real-life couple that sadly passed away the night. Before they boarded the Titanic, they were the owners of the department store Macy's in New York. When Ida was offered a seat on the lifeboat, she um, reportedly response was, as we have lived together, so we shall die together. Because it was women and children only and she wasn't going to leave her husband behind. Um, They actually got quite a few, um, like, not cameos, I guess, but, like, they pointed out a few historical figures who actually died on the boat. Mm. Like, um, Guggenheim and the richest man on the boat was, like, Someone asked her the fourth or fifth or sixth. I don't know. But I was reading the Wikipedia page and I was like, oh, I remember Rose pointing them out to um, Jack when they were walking to dinner yeah. together. I was like, that's kind of cool. Yeah. And I mean, like the class system at the time was very important mm. to society and like the mixing of classes was very much forbidden on these boats. Yeah. A fly come yeah, is anyone it. else getting really annoyed by this yeah, fly? Yeah, it keeps like going past my face. It's over here now. Yeah, it's doing laps. Shoo it out the door. It's at your end. No, not that way. Yes, yes. No. Hang on, I need to take off my um, earphones. Anyway, yeah, so the class system. So the fact that Jack was invited, no, it's over here, um, into dinner was a very significant... <laughs> sort of, yeah, he, like him being invited... It. Just Can't, it keeps landing <laughs> on my head. <laughs> um, yeah, so it was a, would have been quite a significant event at the time for someone of his class, you know. 
And also, like, how their reaction is to when they thought that he assaulted her when he actually stopped her from killing herself. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if that happened today, there'd still be that kind of reaction, I'm sure. Yeah, probably. Yeah. But that guy, the... um, Manservant, yeah, I guess. Man yeah, servant. I don't <laughs> know what dude, to call yeah. him. Yeah. He had it out for him from the start. Yeah, hey? he was a little far. Yeah. I hate it. He's, um... What's his name? He's a dude, yeah. Yeah. He's got one of Is those Is he in spaces. Star Wars? No, he's, no. um... No. I don't know what he's in. I've seen him in something. Um... What's the guy's name from Fantastic Four? He's in this as well. Yeah, Yoan Griffith. Um, yeah. Victor Garber is in it. Um, there's another Who's dude. Who's the guy that plays the architect of the boat? Is that what you call I think I think that's Victor Garber, yeah. Yeah, he's really good. Yeah. He's in a bunch of shit. I haven't seen him in much. Yeah, Victor yeah. Garber, yeah. He's really... I've, I found him so sweet in this. Like, yeah. Just his character. He he's like, like that in everything, though. He's just that sort of yeah, guy. Yeah, he's just like yeah. the kindly old man. I've never yeah. seen him yeah. as a young guy. Um, you know, have you seen... Oh, I remember what I was going to say. Um, I just thought it was really on the nose how everyone at the start kept saying it was unsinkable and, like, yeah. nothing had ever been built but like it. What, and I was that just was like, on the nose. Ugh. It wasn't the, oh, this is a guy from a, a painting from a guy named Picasso. Oh, we'll never hear of him again. Oh, <laughs> yeah. That happens, like, multiple times about multiple people. And I was like, fuck off. Like, but also, <laughs> this, reportedly, there was Picasso works. On board. Yeah, so... You d- it's oh, lost you, forever. You don't need the heavy-handed... Yeah. Picasso, what kind of a name's that? <laughs> Get that painting out of my face. Like, yeah. Also, awesome. um... Her, hu- her fiancé, I guess, was a fucking douche. He's, um... Great head of hair, though. Oh, no, that's probably a wig. Billy, <laughs> Billy Zane. Zane. Yeah, I think Billy Zane's infamous for um shitty hair pieces, but yeah. Yeah, he's... Uh, Billy Zane. I, I kind of thought he'd have, like, a, I don't know, somewhat of a redemption at the end. No. He That's was just a fucking asshole to the end. Yeah, I guess With he that was a baby. Real, real guy, yeah. I mean, to be fair, saved the baby, so... Yeah. Yeah, he did eventually. Like, he did save that kid. He yeah, did, but only so, to save himself. Yeah, he did something I mean, in exchange for himself, and then he killed himself. Isn't, right? Did he? No. Yeah, in the 1929 yeah. crash. Yeah, Rose... Yeah, Rose says at the end that himself. she shot himself. Oh, that's the right. Crash of 29. Yeah. So it was Sorry. a happy ending. It's also got the uh, late, great Bill Paxton in the yeah. modern day. Legend. He was good Love in this. Yeah. I was looking at at him and I was like, I know him from somewhere. Um, Bernard Hill, also known as King Theoden of Rohan, is the yeah. ship's captain. Oh, yeah. I think he's like, because people have tried to make Titanic stuff since. I'm pretty sure he's played the Titanic's captain like many times in different <laughs> things. I love that. Just that one role you keep coming back to. I guess. (laughs) I don't think he has. Oh, no, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, that's just the 2012 (laughs) re-release. I just saw the word Titanic again and he's 2012, but it's the same movie. I just said that. No, he's only been in this Titanic. You're full of shit, Nick. No, he's definitely in something. uh, uh. No. Oh, I don't care. He's in the Scorpion King. Um... Yeah, I mean, it's got. It's just such a good. I really enjoyed this. Kathy Bates. Mm. Kathy yes. Bates is just, she's got so good that in this. Was, yeah, but that also, was surprising. She looks sort of old in this. And I mean, I guess she probably was. She was what? Like. She, would have been she like was 50s. 40s. Late 40s. She, no, she turned 50. She would have been 48, 49. There you go. Yeah, she's she the, like, wealthy old matriarch very well. But she's the she? new money. 
The new money, yeah. sorry. Because so, you can see that she's she's more caring and more yeah. – like she doesn't care about the class system as much as the others because yeah. she wasn't born into it and it's evident on the boat. She's like, aren't we going to go and save people? Like, what the fuck's yeah. wrong with you all? Mm. And then she, the, the shipmate kind of was like, shut the fuck up or I'll shoot you. <laughs> like, we're not going back to these people. Speaking of Which shooting. I understand his sort of like where he's coming from because if they do go back – People will swamp that boat. Oh, 100 And it will fucking tip over. Oh, yeah. Speaking but of also at the same time, shooting, yeah. though, um, you know the, the, I know, the dude that, would, like, shot a couple of people then shot him. The crewman. Yeah. Yes. Real guy, apparently. Um, apparently, I don't know, he may have not done that, but also apparently he was a hero on the ship and just died of some, like, of drowning, I guess. Uh, but they made him to look like that, and apparently his estate wasn't very happy with that portrayal. And, I mean, uh, you wouldn't be. And their response was, you're right. We're going to fix this. Here's $1,000. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. From a movie that grossed over $2 billion. <laughs> Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So um, this guy looked like an absolute fuckwit. Fuck. Yeah, so he was the first officer Murdoch. Um, Yoan Crawford, who we mentioned before, was fifth officer Lowe. Who saved the day. He is the hero of this movie. Rose wouldn't be alive without him. I mean, if he'd gone there earlier, though, he probably could have saved other people. Yeah. Like that baby. Yeah. I don't know. I Actually, no, I'm not going to say what I was thinking because that's really sad. Okay. okay. I think um, it's such a tough sort of situation. I think it wasn't helped that the closest boat was 90-something kilometres away. And couldn't really travel that far, so it took him four hours, yeah, to get there. It didn't help that the Titanic was going as fast as it was when they knew that there were icebergs. Around. Yeah, they, mm. they increased speed. Yeah. Also, design flaw that was later pointed out, and it's mentioned in this. Mm. Why wasn't the ship turning? Because at the time, it was, I think, the biggest or one of the biggest ocean liners in existence. It was this swanky new piece of luxury, you know, cruising that was bigger, like a hundred and something feet bigger than the previous, you know, top of the range model. It was this huge ship. The rudder was the same rudder from smaller ships. So you had a bigger ship that had bigger propellers going faster with a small rudder. So the rudder wasn't, you know, at the time they weren't really like aware aware of the issues. Right. But if it had a proportionate sized rudder like a modern ship does, it would have been it would have turned much quicker. Right. And potentially could have avoided. Yeah. So because it had such a small rudder, you got this huge. How long was it? Because they saw it from like two kilometers away or something ridiculous. So. Remember reading or hearing, maybe? Yeah, so it's 269 metres long. Which is, you know, fucking huge. In comparison, the uh, the Queen Mary, the whatever cruise ship company, you know that one that's sometimes in Sydney and stuff, that massive, oh, like yes. that real big. I'm so sorry, I was so wrong. It was only 274 metres away. Not two kilometres. Yeah. Oh, wait, what? How far was it? 274 metres from the ship when they saw it. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. That's that, fucking... 
Like, far out. Open your eyes, mate. Because they also mentioned too, like, you know, it's a, it was such a still night and that they didn't see yeah. that icebergs would be harder to spot because they wouldn't see the waves breaking at the base of them. Yeah. So everything was just So they should not have been going slow. very slow. Yeah. yeah. Like they should have been going very slow. They essentially could have just stopped yeah. or turned. But because they're going so fast, they had to... And the move they do, it's full turn, cut the engine, mm. or, you know, and then full reverse because mm. it kind of turns the ship and then you full lock the other way and it's meant, it's meant to be like a... Kind of yeah, bounce around. Yeah, because yeah. it was so big and yeah. you just do a sharp turn at the back of it. Yeah. Just, yeah, and then you go the other way and you kind of swing, like, loop around it. Yeah. But mm. it just was too late and wasn't enough. Yeah. All those dudes in the engine room just got fucking... Oh, murdered. yeah, that was... I was expecting the door to come down on one of them and chop him yeah. out. Oh, 100%. Yeah, his Probably legs happened. were freaking me out. Oh, oh yeah. but that yeah. guy, that j- his leg yeah, just makes just. it through. I was like, yeah. But yeah. Um Yeah. What did you think about the um like just do you think you would have been able to hold on when the ship literally broke in half? Depends where you were. And then mm. Jack and Rose were in a very good mm. position to be in. Like it's the only place that you had sort of a chance at not being sucked yeah. under. Yeah. Because, like, if you're any lower, you kind of hit the water and this whole thing is just sucking past you. Yeah. So they were like, they were kind of on the back. The very end of that. Yeah. yeah. And they could get over the railing and lean on the railing so they weren't... Gravity was working with them to stay yeah. where they were. Instead of pulling them against, they were on the other side. Hmm. So they were kind of just standing on it rather than being pulled... Away from yeah. it. it was really sad when that girl just kind of falls. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. next to Rose, and Rose is like, oh, boy. I think people are just bouncing, and it's like, oh, the dude that hit the propeller. Oh, <laughs> just Jesus. Fucking cartwheels. I, I, I wonder if people laughed in the theatre. I, I did. Lo- I felt like, horrible, but yeah. I was like, I think we're so <laughs> desensitized dude, to that kind of thing no, I anyway. Think, I don't think it's that. I think it's the. The animation of, like, the visual yeah, effect of it. The guy rubbery. just ragdolls and starts cartwheeling away. Yeah. And I was like, no. You just bounce and flop. Yeah. <laughs> like, Well, not if you hit it, like, like I, mean, I don't know. his legs, so. Yeah. And it's just, it's such a fast cartwheel. And it's just like, oh. <laughs> You'd yeah. be dead once you hit the propeller, surely. Yeah. No, he hit his legs, so... He'd be dead when he hit the water. Unless it hit his head. I don't know. No, it hit his no, legs. It was his oh. legs, yeah. It was his legs. He'd been dead when he it, hit the water he anyway. He's so far up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what I would have liked to have seen, which I guess epics and kind of disaster movies have done now, is like following more than just the two mm. characters. You know, like, give me a family. Give me a single person, you know. Show me the trauma for multiple people. I, I want to feel it, it all. You sort of get it when the ship starts to sink. You get other characters sort of. Yeah. His friends come back. There's that mum with the two kids. Like, you sort of just see yeah. those. And oh, that, that was fucking sad yeah. too. Jeez. But did either of you notice the really janky CGI faces? On where? On, On Jack and Rose? No, no. So the moment where they're running through the hallway and all the water's bursting in behind them. Oh, what? Right? I didn't I didn't notice that. It's two stunt doubles. Right. Not them. 
Nice. And their faces the have been slow mo shot. Mate, no, I don't know if it's in slow mo. They're both running not. down the hallway, right? And their faces have been digitally added on. And it's so like their faces are warping, and it's just like oh they're on a camera. Face gets really round, and the eyes are changing size. <laughs> oh. And I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" Yeah, it was really weird because it's obviously. I'm like, gonna it's, go back and watch. Yeah, that I think it's. I'm gonna I think Google it. Fifty-four actually. minutes to go, roughly when it pops up. Nice. But yeah, it's just very, very, very strange, indeed. Um, what's there? Um, I don't know. I really do. I just, it's just a really fun time until it hits an iceberg <laughs> and then the tone changes so quickly. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm like, it's like such a fun little romantic comedy movie. Yeah. I, 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 and then it, but I you know I, where it's going. Yeah. I wish I didn't know that's yeah. what happened. Like, I know. Cause you're like, everyone here's going to, and then there's no like danger for Rose. Yeah. Because you're listening to her talk in the modern day. So there's moments where yeah. she gets trapped and they're like, well, obviously at least she's getting out yeah. of this because... Well, her name's... They say her name's Rose Dawson at the yep. start. And yeah, so I guess you're so supposed you to it, assume they're both fine. Yeah, and then you kind of assume, like, oh, they're going to get off and get married. And that Jack's the, like, this woman's sort of, like, dad. But, I mean, no. not. I no, she's married someone else. I could have done without the whole like future looking yeah, back thing. Yeah, nah, cut that all. I like, did yeah. not really care. It kind of takes all. out of the, takes you out of. Yeah, and the I like, mean Bill the, Paxton great, but yeah, the necklace but, was just a MacGuffin. Like we yeah. don't need it. Yeah, yeah. Like, and it's all, just a reason to have the first yeah. bit. Also, why would she keep it? Yeah, sell that. Like, like sell it. Yeah. That's why I assume she had money, but like, it should have no significance. To her. It's, it's yeah. the necklace that. That douchebag who Gave tried her. to kill her, yeah, was going to give her. Yeah, yeah. what the fuck? And yeah. then she just threw it in the ocean. Give Holy it to Bill fuck. Paxton. Isn't He's been a, searching okay. for it for. Oh, I know. Yeah. All that give time. It to him. Just like if you don't care about it, give when, it to him. When me. she dropped in the ocean, I'm like, I fucking hate you. Just yeah. go to the. But when she told the story, she sh- like it should have got to the end of the story, right? And she should have pulled it out of her pocket and just given it to yeah. him. Yeah. And she goes, "This is what you've been looking for." I now have my closure because I'm back here. Yeah. That's what she wanted. She wanted closure to come back. Yeah. And, like, I, I, and then just die. If they wanted to make it like a metaphor for her love for Jack and yeah. like her going back to the ocean to just like jump off the him. back of the boat. Yeah. Or, but like they should have just Jack's. done it better. <laughs> yeah. Make it Jack. Yeah. Like, what? Exactly. Make it the painting she throws off the. Yeah. The yeah. fucking ship. But like, I don't know. Also, is there an alternate cut of this where everyone watches her do it. And they're like, Rose, don't fucking do it. Like, Not that I'm aware of. I swear, like, in my head, when I remember that scene, seen. like, they're all watching her. Bill Paxton's like, please don't fucking do that. And she does it. And, um, I, like, I have that in my I head. I think you're I'm delusional. Like, no, that definitely happens because I've just got it in my head that, like, Oh, Bill Paxton definitely like smothered her that night. Like, oh, that's how she died. <laughs> Bill, Bax- Bill Paxton. He watched her do it. And he's like, like, like this bitch. <laughs> but also, yeah, I kind old of like. annoyed me. <laughs> I kind of like her like after life life sequence. I thought it was pretty cheesy. But it's sort of like she's rejoined everyone that died on the boat because the only people you see are the people that died. Oh, okay, yeah, true. So she's kind of joined because she's there. She's yeah. gone back to get her closure. 
she's dropped that back in the ocean. She's sort of like, you know, her sort of, I don't know, story is done. And then she rejoins nice. the ghost crew and like okay. crew and what do you call them? Passengers. And she's with Jack. Because everyone you see is the people that you watch die. There you go. And it's like, oh, okay. Did the butler, did the assistant dude with the gun The die? manservant. Did we, yeah. Yeah, he died. Did he? Yeah. I can't remember. Everyone he definitely died. died. Yeah. See, there's a deleted scene with him. I was like, do him. There's a deleted scene with him because you know how he has like a massive gush on his head? Mm-hmm. Um, that's from Jack like smashing his head through a window. Good. In a fight scene they cut. Oh. I should have included that. <laughs> yeah. I would have liked that. That would have been mad. Should we look at trivia, trivia and all the trivias? I actually have a trivia. <gasps> yeah. uh, it's fun, I guess. Um, so the old woman. No, you don't get to decide. We decide. Okay. Well, so you know how Rose dies at 100? Yeah. Uh, that actor that played old Rose also Actually died when she died was 100. At 100. That's yeah. a bit depressing. Just over 100. <laughs> I thought it was fine. <laughs> After finding out. Okay, so you guys have to be the judges of fun facts this week because yeah, right. I'm giving the facts. Okay. Should I have another one of these? Yeah, I'm not going to stop you. You're the one driving home. Um, After finding out <laughs> that she had to be naked in front of Leonardo DiCaprio, Kate Winslet decided to break the ice. And when they first met, she flashed him. Oh, yeah. Fun fact? I mean... That's, that's a bit of fun. Yeah. I feel like women just w- were just doing that back then, so it's not special. Well, you get the tits out. In the 90s. Yeah, to Leo, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah, but yeah, probably. Um, oh. The hands seen sketching Rose are not Leonardo DiCaprio's. Well, duh, because there's no way he could draw like that, surely. <laughs> Their director, James Cameron's. Oh. Mm, that's a bit creepy. Yeah. That's <laughs> okay. Um, and Because c- um, Cameron is left-handed and DiCaprio is right-handed. The shots are mirror-imaged. Right. So he mirrored the so sketch. Oh. To make it look like it was... Could have just gotten right. someone else to do it. I know. It seems yeah. like a lot of effort. Um, I just want to see titties. Many of the core extras um, used for the movie took on characteristics of actual survivors. One scene where two little girls are loaded on a lifeboat and the man says, it's only for a little while, is based on testimony from one of the girls who survived. The man also says the scene, hold mummy's hand and be a good little girl. According to survivor Eva Hart, these were the last words her father said to her before a lifeboat. That's fucked. Yeah, that's that's a sad fact. fact. (laughs) That's That's a a fucked fact. fact. (laughs) Fuck. Um, we haven't had a fucked fact before, yeah. but that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> um, when Jack is preparing to draw Rose, he says to her, over on the bed, the couch. The line was scripted, lie on that couch. But Leonardo DiCaprio made an honest mistake and Cameron just went, eh, can stay. It's good enough. Yeah. Um, Being flustered and all that. Um, most of the stuntmen in the engine room scenes were only about five feet tall to make the engine room look a lot bigger. I was going to say, that is a <laughs> massive engine room. <laughs> no, nah, me and Nick would look like giants in there. <laughs> um, uh, the guy yelling at them seemed really familiar. Yeah, he's in a lot of things. 
Um, James Cameron provided each of um, of around 150 extras with names and backstories of their Titanic passengers that they were portraying. Oh, that's So he gave cool. them all a little profile of, this is who you are. I like that. Um, Realism. Um, there's not really any, like... It's all a bit sad, isn't it? Yeah. Because they all died. Due to the long theatrical run of the movie, Paramount Pictures had to send out replacement reels to theatres that had literally worn out their copies. Huh. Fuck. That's kind of fun. Um, the movie cost more than the Titanic itself. To make. God. So the movie cost, you know, we know like $210 million. Yeah. Um, the cost to construct the ship in 1910-12 was £1.5 million. Pounds. Um, the equivalent to seven point five million dollars at the time, which is the equivalent to around a hundred and fifty million dollars in nineteen ninety seven. Jesus, they could oh, build yeah. things for cheap back then. Remember when Clive Palmer said he was going to make the Titanic again? <laughs> Do you guys remember that? Yeah, Such that a, oh. yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to build the Titanic too, sure. and I was like, I fucking hope it sinks if you want it, and just you, just you. I mean, it probably will if you stepped on it. <laughs> Got him. Uh. Allegedly. No. No, he's a fat fuck. <laughs> I'll say it. I have no money. <laughs> yeah, what are you going to do? <laughs> Sue me? Um, so the tank that they used were like for like the post-sinking scenes was held um, 1.3 million litres of water. Holy shit. It's a fucking big... Big pool. Um, at around two hundred, two uh, two hundred, around two hours and ten minutes, Ian James Cameron instructed the actors playing the officers to keep order amongst the extras in the sinking scenes. Johnny Phillips ad-libbed the moment where he whips around the gun and shouts, "Keep back, or I'll shoot you like a dog's!" After the take, Cameron ran up to him and told him it was great to do it again. Phillips, what did I say? Um, I've been too caught up in the moment to realise what he was doing. <laughs> um, I love that. Uh, when James Cameron was writing the movie, he intended for the main characters Rose DeWitt, Bukata and Jack Dawson to be entirely fictio- fictitious. It was only after the script was finished that he discovered there had been a real Jay Dawson who died aboard the Titanic. This Jay Dawson was uh, Trimmer Joseph Dawson, who had been born September nineteen in September 1888 in Dublin, Ireland. His body was salvaged and buried at Fairway Lawn Cemetery in Nova Scotia with many other Titanic victims. Today, his grave, stone number 227, is the most widely, vis- most widely visited in the cemetery. Mm. Um... Oh, Kate Winslet suffered bruises so impressive that makeup artists took photos to use for future reference. From like, what? I don't know. She also chipped the bone in her elbow. Jesus. Um, that's fucked. With her nomination for Best Supporting Actress at age 87, Gloria Stewart became the oldest person ever to be nominated for an Oscar. Stewart held this record 
19 years until 2018 when Christopher Plummer was nominated for Best Supporting Actor at age 88. Stewart, however, still holds the record for oldest woman nominated in Supporting Actress. Um... Um, James Cameron decided to include real footage of the Titanic's remains on the seabed. He did not want to simply shoot from inside a submersible as had been done for the IMAX documentary. Um, to allow filming from outside the sub, Cameron's brother Mike Cameron and Panavision developed a deep-sea camera system capable of withstanding the 400 atmospheres of pressure at that depth. Is that a fun fact? That is a fun they developed out. a brand new underwater Panavision camera just, just for this. Why not? I got, they've do, got the money. I do really enjoy the sequence where they like where it goes like that end sequence where it's like the old boat and it transitions into where they're standing there and he's like yeah Ooh. yeah it goes from She's like, like the, Jack I'm flying no, when, when and it, then it transitions to the old boat. No, when it's like the shipwreck under the sea and you're going through it after Rose has died. Oh, yes. And it goes into, like, it restores itself. And then. Oh, right. I thought that was. They looked really good. Yeah. Yeah. For for 25 years ago. Mm. This movie is 25 years old. Yeah, it's 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 25th anniversary this year. Yeah, shit. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I've got anything else. No. Really to um, add to this? No, neither. I, uh, I'm i glad I finally got to watch this in oh, full. Actually, though. I've got one more. I've got one more fact, and I'm okay. so glad that this, you know, Johnny Depp was offered the role of Jack Dawson but turned it down <laughs> and considered as it, it considers it a big regret. I'm so glad it wasn't oh, Johnny I'm Depp. I'm so glad it wasn't him. Oh, oh it's God. made my day. That happened with um, Matt Damon, too, for Avatar. Like, he was offered, like, a percentage of the gross. Yeah. And he said no to Avatar. What a fuckhead. He would have had so much money. I'm and so it, glad. Yeah, because it worked out. Because I think we spoke about it in our Avatar episode, and it worked out he would have, like, $200 million or something for it. Like, <laughs> it was some ridiculous, like, 10% or something from all earnings. So it would be close to, like, $300 million he would have got from it now. <laughs> Suck shit. <laughs> Oh fuck! I I don't know what I'd do. Like even if he, he like he has money, obviously. Oh, he's so rich. But fuck! Imagine just imagine seeing that you could have had that much because fucking Sam Worthington didn't get that. No, no, because Sam Worthington was nothing before Avatar. Are you guys excited um, for Avatar two this year? Yes. Oh no! Okay, I really like Avatar. We know. <laughs> oh. We've been through this. Oh. You just keep forgetting. It was like it was like seventy episodes ago. Oh god! Well, fucking! How could I forget? How long? Um, no, I quite enjoyed Avatar. I like a good sci-fi movie. It's it better be good since like the because it's been ten years over ten years over ten years. But they've been talking about this fucking I know sequel bullshit since like twenty thirteen. So like Mm. the sooner they get it out, like us, like. You're going to no, watch it. No, I hope it's really bad and I hope it makes no money. Oh. Honestly, it might, down in my heart. What if it breaks um, and games? It won't. It can't. There's no chance. Like, because <laughs> 3D isn't a thing anymore. It has, like... No one's going to go and see it. It's had, like, 12 what? years of hype, though. Like, this is not... No, but it hasn't. This is not... It, this is not a hot take, but... 66 it, episodes it ago has was no, Avatar. Avatar has zero cultural relevance. Like, yeah. kids, like kids don't know what the fuck Avatar is. I think that's the last Airbender, as they should. But yeah, it is. It is nothing. 
Do you know like, the kids think that fuck here we Titanic go. is just a movie? Like people that, like Right, it wouldn't just be kids. People, like, be people my, my of the, sister's like, age don't know that, like... It's a boat. Yeah, it was a real... Yeah, well, they've event. been homeschooled for two years, haven't they? <laughs> yeah, but, like, yeah, my sister's, like, 18, so it's, like... She's also related to you, so... Got him. Anyway, well, I'm really excited for anyway, Avatar Anyway, I hope too. Avatar bombs horribly, and they're going to... I hope you guys I, are both I, I hope, so I, wrong. I hope it does so bad, they, like, bitch out on the other sequels. They're like... Well, they've already filmed them from two and three, exactly. so we're getting at exactly. least three of them. They'll be halfway through editing, and they'll be like, oh, fuck. I hope it doesn't gross a billion dollars. It won't. It won't. I'm, it, I think it will. <laughs> I think it will purely $1 billion and one dollar just yeah. to... Just to fuck with you guys. Yeah. No, honestly, I'm calling it now and it's on record. That, no, that like... No, there's no chance. Anyway, back to That's Titanic. Nothing, nothing... One movie has made a billion dollars in the last two years. Yeah, but it was Spider-Man. Of course it was going to yeah, make a exactly. billion dollars. Yeah, but that wouldn't Do you know that's made... Sony's most successful movie ever? Yeah, I know. But, but, <laughs> but, but, but it wouldn't have been... It wouldn't have made a billion if fucking Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield weren't in it. This is true. I doubt they're popping up in Avatar 2. So. <laughs> Spider-Man in Avatar 2. I, I think there's a better chance of them rocking up than the movie making a billion dollars, honestly. <laughs> but if they're in it as Spider-Man, it'll make $3 yeah. billion. Dollars. Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire as different versions of Jake Sully. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah, great. <laughs> Let's do it. Um, anyway, the age-old question that everyone wants to know, they tune in every week to find out, would you watch this again? I'd watch the second half again. Just for the effects and just to look at it and be like, oh, that's Some cool. of the effects I found a bit shonky. Oh, they are, but like for some the of them, time. Sometimes it's like, that looks amazing. And then five seconds later, you're like, you ran out of money for this shot because that just turned to shit. Yeah, but it, it's like Jurassic Park. Like, yeah. Jurassic Park isn't flawless, but it's amazing for what it Oh, for the time. the time. Yeah. Um, I feel sorry for old mate that got crushed by the giant like exhaust stack. Yeah, brutal. I think I'd prefer that than dying of hypothermia. Imagine though. if he lost poker. Was in his mum. Oh, I know. If Jack had lost the poker game, they never would have gotten the boat. Yeah. Fuck, how happy would those guys have been? Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> they beat each other up as the boat saying, oh, fuck no, yeah. Jack found true love, so. He's also dead. Yeah, he's dead yeah, too. His mate got crushed. true love. Or, or and the he, other mate or, got shot. Or is he dead? Because he sunk. Bodies don't sink. And there's or also, is Jack just a figment of Rose's imagination? Or, or did Jack... Uh, uh, Wait, there's a what? theory that Jack is the Great Gatsby. There's like a bunch of shit that lines up that like Wait, he's what? dead. Yeah, but like, what if he wasn't? What if he just his I don't know. character is not the dude in the Great Gatsby? There, there, there is a theory. That's yeah. like a fan theory that he like stole some shit from the boat, swam down, got right. some stuff, oh, yeah. came back. Yeah, he he lay dormant underneath the Titanic, yeah. waited for Rose to drop the fucking yeah. diamond. A <laughs> hundred years later, um. I'd probably watch it purely so I could pick it apart. I can't say I was sold on the story. I didn't find that many issues with the story. It's just a simple it's love story and then everyone oh, dies. Oh, no, I mean, I mean like, um, well, yeah, that's what annoys me so much. But, like... That's why it's so f- successful. F- um, Effects-wise. Oh, yeah, yeah but... Not I mean, story-wise. 25 years ago, we can't yeah, but judge. Well... That is literally what our podcast does. <laughs> so I think we're very well equipped to do that. I, I, I'd watch it again. Why not? Maybe I'll just go my whole life only seeing Titanic once. I and was pleasantly surprised. Yeah, me too. 
I was expecting to just be like, ugh, but like, yeah, yeah. It, it didn't feel like it was three and a half hours, which I can. It's very, it's long. Yeah, it's fucking long. But yeah. it's paced well. Yeah, like it's not. It doesn't get like the story flows from beat to beat. You're not sort of like, oh, this is boring. Because then the boat starts like sinking. Yeah, halfway through the ship hits the iceberg. Not even. So I reckon I like it's it. before halfway. Because it's two hours and 40 minutes. No, I I looked. It's like right on the middle. And like, it's then things are just constantly happening. So it's just, you're like, okay, this boat's going down. Mm. And then naivety at the start is like, it's mathematically going down. Everyone's like, okay, we're going to sink. (laughs) Fuck. Um, Nobody panic. Just don't believe it. Yeah. It's like, nobody panic. Um, Start putting some women and children on some lifeboats, I guess. <laughs> oh, shit. And the captain's just like, uh, we don't have enough lifeboats. Oh, fuck. Like, you can just see, like, a couple of like, the officers stuff. It's just like they instantly know we're all going to die. Yeah. Because they have to essentially be last off. Mm. Like, the captain goes into the freaking control room and just gets obliterated. Yeah. By water and glass. Not just drowning. Like, you're getting sloshed around that. You're just getting cut up by glass. Yeah, fuck. And then just drown if the glass and pressure didn't kill you first. (laughs) Yeah. There's the dad and his kid down the bottom. That's fucking brutal. Yeah, I forgot about that. That was fucked. Yeah. Oh, so much fucked up shit. Well, on that note... What happens next, Kat? We have a little chat about what we've been watching and what we're excited for. And? Well, after the horrific mass death of Titanic. I needed something a bit lighter. After watching 1,500 people die. Yeah. So, no, only like 800 people. No, 1,500 people died. I thought there was 1,500 on the boat. And no, 1,705-ish no. people survived and over 1,500 people died. There was over 2,000 people on board. Oh. Okay. Well... After watching 1,500 people die, I thought I'd watch something a bit more lighthearted. And so I decided to watch another movie I'd never seen before, which was Enchanted. Wait, is it Enchanted? Yes. You're telling the story, mate. Enchanted (laughs) with Amy Adams and James Marsden and the guy from Grey's Anatomy. Um, And yeah. I mean, the guy from Transformers. He's in Transformers too. Okay, cool. I was being like the bloke. I was like, yeah, he's oh, trying to he's appeal to the male. Yeah. Or, yeah, the male uh, yeah. demographic. Yeah. 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 Was he drinking a beer? <laughs> Wait, and what? I don't know. Who nah, he was real about? like creepy. Patrick Dempsey. Oh. The guy from Grey's Anatomy. He's real like real Is creepy. He Transformers? He's in number three. Oh, when oh he gets he's, the, the, he's the boss. Yeah. That's real like creepy that towards the new girlfriend. On to yeah. Rosie yeah. Wiley. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and I was pleasantly surprised and I laughed and it was fun. And they're making another movie, so I'll probably watch that as well. And other That's than an old movie. Yeah, 2007. Fucking hell, why are they making... Okay, whatever. Because Hollywood doesn't know what a new thing is anymore. Yeah, yeah they love it. Establish franchise, love just do a, a sequel, it's, it's all fine. It's not even a franchise, that's but the like, thing. That established like, intellectual property. Enchanted's so old, who are you making that for? Like the chicks like that me. Wa- like the, now their kids are like the right age to watch it. <laughs> I guess. And it's like, I loved that movie when I was 12. Now I can show my 12 year old. Yeah, true, true, true. Um, not 12 year old because that's a bit weird, but you know what I mean. What was I going to say? 
say. But other than that, I haven't really watched anything. Mm. I've been on holidays for most of the time since we last recorded, so <laughs> oh, I haven't done really... <laughs> watch some more Line of Duty again because I'm watching it with Luce. So oh, I'm yeah. re-watching it. She's loving it. Nice. She's invested. Nice. Yeah. Um, oh, actually, I started that new mo- that new series on Netflix with Kristen Bell. Oh, the woman, the woman in the window across, across the, the road, road from, from the, the woman. No. Whatever. What? It's... Yeah, hang on, I'll find it. Yeah. It's got the it's, worst freaking... It's because it's a spoof of, like, all those, like, not horror, but, like, thriller... Um, the woman in the house across the street from the girl in the window. Yeah. Wait, wait, so the woman across yep. the street... No, the woman in the house... The woman in the house... Across the street... Yeah. ...from the girl in the window. Right. Yeah. Is it, like, a sequel to something? No. No. It's basically like a take on um, Rear Window and um, the woman on the train and um, is it Rear Window or was it the apartment? No, re- it's Rear Window and yeah. um, the woman in the window. Right. Yeah. Essentially, Kristen Bell is, is the woman in the window, right? Right. Or the girl in the window. Yes. And she witnesses a murder. Well, she thinks she witnesses the she murder. She also drinks heavily and takes lots of pills. Yeah. And her daughter was murdered by a serial killer and her husband's an FBI guy that left her and she's scared of the rain so much that she'll collapse if she's caught in it. Yeah. And And she keeps hearing things in her attic and... She thinks... No. That she has seen a murder of the woman in the house across the street from her who is the girl in the window. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I saw the trailer for it today and went, no I watched the first three. Ep- okay, I watched the first three episodes because they were only half an hour. No, twenty minutes long. Sorry, and I was like, I have an hour to kill. I'll just watch this. And then it got to the third one. I was like, I know exactly what happens. And I looked it up, and I was like, Yeah. I was like, Like it was good in theory. Like yep. it stu- the first like five minutes were great. Yeah. But then it just went downhill from there because all the like it kind of cuts between being funny, but then. Not. But then it's also like taking itself very seriously. And you're like, I don't know whether to laugh at the fact that you just told us that your daughter was murdered by a serial killer. Like, it's kind of that, it's just a weird tone. It like doesn't know what it's trying to convey. And I'm like, you just haven't found it. Like, it's just not hitting right. I see what you're trying to do. And I appreciate that. And I hope someone makes something like this. But good. But good. Yeah. Well, I watched Munich Edge of War, the new Netflix movie. Mm. Really good. Mm. Heard of it? Who's in it? People that oh. I don't know. Oh, Is but it, also um, that one guy. Sorry, I keep plays. Um, um, Woody fucking. Hang on, Adam Sandler. No, it's not Kevin Woody James. Woody Harrelson. No, he's um. Kevin James has got a different Netflix movie out at the moment. The football coach one. Munich, The Edge of War stars um, George McKay. He was from 1917. Ah. Um, It stars Janice. I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce his German last name, but he's a German boy. Um, Jeremy Irons is something he plays uh, um, British Prime Minister Je- uh, Neville Chamberlain. Mm-hmm. Um, who else is in it? He's good in things. 
There's a couple of like weird thoughts on gay marriage, but okay, I retract my statement. (laughs) He's terrible at everything and don't support his. Yeah, it was was pretty litter scar though. Like, (laughs) come on. Yeah, and there's like a couple like old British dudes and like that are just British actor dudes. You're like, oh, you'd be like, oh, he's been into British TV shows that I've seen, but you don't know, you know. Mm. Um, No, it was really good. It's very interesting. And I take it it's about Munich being on the edge of war. Yeah, it's, no, weirdly. Um, the meeting between Chamberlain and Hitler. Ah. Just before the outbreak of World War Two. Ah. Where they signed an agreement that Hitler wouldn't go to war. Ah. Because Hitler was trying to cover up. Do you, do you see the big man? Hitler? Yeah. Yeah. Who plays him? Some dude. Ah. Looks weird. He's got weird eyes. It's a really weird Hitler. Um, I'll show you a photo. Uh, oh, shit. Um, but yeah, no, it's a very, very interesting sort of like story about like this weird moment in history where Mussolini, Hitler, Chamberlain and the French president were all in the same room. Jesus. Before the war started (laughs) and they kind of signed an agreement and then Hitler was like, nah, fuck you. Um, that's interesting. This dude plays Hitler. He does not look like Hitler. He looks like David Tennant did crack a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Very interesting. So I recommend that on Netflix. Good stuff. Um, Still, my favorite take on Hitler is um, from Jojo Rabbit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Taika Waititi. Yeah. Yeah. He's a black Jewish man playing Hitler. (laughs) Um, I also, oh, shit. I think that's why it works. Yeah. Honestly. I also watched Puppet Master or something, was it called? Oh, yeah. Is that good? Yeah, it was really interesting. I it's started... Three episodes, it's only okay. three episodes. Because I started it and I was like, I am so sick of the true crime genre. Yeah. I'm not watching this anymore. But no, this was good. I liked it. What happened? Did they catch him? No. Oh, okay. But also, yes. What? Well, at one point he was caught. Right. And then he was free. Why? Because he got out. Okay. And then more things happened. That makes me sad. Yeah. On that note. Nick, look, over I, to you, sir. Look, I, I'm sick of uh, shows that are like hour-long episodes. It drives me nuts just because I have no time. But I did bite the bullet and watch the first season of Euphoria. <gasps> oh, my God, he did it. You watched the whole first season? Yeah. He did it. Okay, I watched the whole first season the other day when I was, like, oh, in a you. fever oh. sweat from my booster shot. But, yes. Right. Well, what I did you think? I really like it. Yes! Oh my God. Yes, see, my hot takes are hot sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> I am uh, disappointed in you, Nicholas. Nah. We had a pact here. It's so oh, yeah, good. We, we, we had a pact it, hey, that we yeah. weren't going to watch it. And if <sighs> we did, we weren't going to enjoy it. And you <laughs> watched it and you enjoyed it. What did you yeah. think? Tell me all your thoughts. Yeah, I'm pretty, so excited. Sick. Um, I So... I'm not comfortable. I'm not going to lie. Why are you sitting like that then? I'm lying down. <laughs> I said it is comfortable. Oh. I, I, I don't know what... Okay, so you know how like people like bullied uh, the Rose Tico actress off like social media forever? Because the The um, uh, bloody Rose Tico from Star Wars. Oh, you wouldn't know. Yeah, I Jacob, do. Jacob, you yeah, know... Um, know so basically about. an actress got bullied off 
uh, Instagram because people didn't like her. Uh, but they abused her so much they hated her character that yeah. they abused her online. Aww. Yeah, I pretty much want this to happen with like half the cast of this show because everyone's <laughs> a piece of shit. Yeah, but that's <laughs> really? just reality though. Is it? Is it? Yeah. I don't know. A lot of this shit, I'm like, okay, maybe, but there's a, a lot of stuff I'm like, oh, is school like that? Like, I guess. Nate Jacobs doesn't exist in real life. 100%. Surely not. In wow. America. 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 Fuck that yeah. Guy's yeah, I know. I, I was watching I the extras in, with him yeah. and um and he speaks in his like Australian accent. I'm like, this is so nice. Keep talking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will say though, I was offended when you said I looks like that ginger guy, but he's like a sick cunt. He's like, yeah, that's goes <laughs> fucking great. Yeah, he's like, wait till he's you like my favorite wait character. till you watch the first episode of season two. Your mind oh, yeah, will just I, be I've I've saw it on Instagram. I, yeah, he like bashes that dude. Oh, no, but, like, just the whole episode is fucking oh. great. Oh, cool. It's, Fuck like, yeah. his whole backstory. Oh, sick. Yeah. All right, sweet. Yeah. Oh, well, I've got to watch the Christmas special or whatever nah, it is. No, don't watch them. Oh, really? Nah. Is it shit? Yeah. Oh. It's just, like... But is it important to the story? No. Oh. I, I heard it was. So what's the point of having oh, it? Oh, well, I didn't watch them. Oh. Well, maybe you should. No, okay, no. She's so, telling you their shit no, and she hasn't even watched no, it. No, sorry. Hang I, on a minute. I didn't watch the them fucker. at the time and I only went back and watched them the other day and I was like, oh, right. this doesn't add anything. So the, f- the f- first special, Rue, she's talking to um, Ali in a diner for the whole hour and then nice. for Jules's thing, yeah, she's I, talking to a therapist for I the whole it, hour. I heard it like it like... I know it does duels a lot better than they did in the whole first season, but mm. yeah. I mean, it adds, but it definitely doesn't. It's not so much that you would miss something if you just yeah. watch the second season. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, well, I'm going to wait for the second season to come out. It's not like something I'm rushing to see, mm. really. Well, you've only really got a month because they're halfway through True. if they do eight episodes. Yeah, I'll just chill out and I'll just. It's so good. Oh man, I've been wa- like last yeah. night's episode was great. Yeah. When's it? Oh yeah, come, comes yeah, out comes on Monday out nights. Yeah, true. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but you know what? You got me. Good job. Um, I also you. watched No Way Home again because it was either I go see that or The King's Man. I'm seeing The King's Man tomorrow night. Yeah, I, I just. I'll let you know. I know, like I, I just didn't want to take the risk because like Kingsman, like the first one is like one of my favorite movies ever. And that second one is just the worst hot, hot pack piece of garbage of shit yeah. I've ever seen in my life. It's got some life. good bits in it, but it's just not coherent of a credits. story. Yeah, yeah. Um, like the actual <laughs> credits, not not like a postcard saying like the, um, the words. On a different topic, have either of you been watching the Book of Boba Fett? Uh, I watched the no. first episode, and I was going to wait for it to come out. Okay, but also I know. Do you give a fuck? No. I, I know. I've just given up on Star Wars. Oh, sorry. Skip forward if you're waiting for Book of Boba Fett to come out. The what? The the most recent episodes are Mandalorian episode. Yeah. So that's yeah. what I was going to say. I was All like, right. the best episode so far of the Book of Boba Fett is episode five. That's a good sign. And Boba Fett isn't, isn't in, it. in it. So yeah, I don't know. Oh. And it is okay. So it's directed by Bryce Dallas Howard. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, random. And she's yeah, she, done a she couple bit of. She's done a couple Mandal- and there's, after this episode, there's been calls that Bryce Dallas Howard should direct whatever future Star Wars movie there is. Or she could just do anything because, else, anything that's yeah, good. I know. 
But it <laughs> seems to be that she understands Star Wars, Star Wars in a way that is or like John Favreau. Um, I mean, that, and that's up what's to his name as well. What's his name? The other guy, um, Dave Filoni. Yeah, Dave Filoni. Have such a bigger grasp on what Star Wars is than like. Do they? Whoever, or are they just yeah. listening to Reddit? What's the thing? I think that they're both lifelong fans and understand what they would want. They are making what they would want to see. Yeah. Not what Disney was doing with the like sequel series and like this is what stop like this is what we think audiences want, but it wasn't. But this episode has two moments of absolute nostalgia for any Star Wars fan. And it is so heavily linked to Phantom Menace I, in such a good way that there's two moments you're like, see, when you said this, this is fucking great. When you said nostalgia, my chest tightened a bit. Yeah. I'm just like... Oh. So there's a moment that... The two moments from Phantom Menace, like not really spoiler-wise, there's a moment that is very reminiscent in the exact same canyon as the pod race. Okay. And it looks... Amazing. But they've recreated that whole canyon and like the rock bit outside of it. Right. It just looks fantastic. And then there's a bit that's kind of like a bit Naboo Starfighter-y. Okay. And I say a bit Naboo Starfighter-y, it is a Naboo Naboo Starfighter. Essentially the scene is a Naboo Starfighter at full speed going through that canyon. Yeah, true. And it looks... Fucking unreal. And it's just... And there's like a dark saber jewel. It's just fucking amazing. Is there enough? Would I get much out of it by starting to watch it now? Or should I just wait? There's only two left. Oh, really? There's this week and next week, I'm pretty sure. How many episodes are there? I think there's seven all up. Because I swear it said there's only two to go. So I think there's only this week and next week. Mm. So if you can wait till next week... Yeah. You may as well, because it's not, nothing's really happened. Right. And two of the episodes are really shit. I mean, I I need something to watch on my flight next week, so that's probably not a bad idea. The flight to Melbourne is literally like 45 minutes. I think it's just over an hour. Two episodes. Actually, it depends what airport you're going into. Yeah, yeah. well, I'm going with Jetsar, so they are probably got to build the plane first. (laughs) (laughs) You're probably going to end up at Avalon and have the bus trip back into... Melbourne, that's the same amount of time as the time you spent on the plane to get there. <laughs> just a little side note. Yeah. I'm writing down what we're talking about and my phone is auto-correcting it to the book of Boba Fetter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Anyway, um, yeah, I think that's about it for me. Sick, yeah. Um, sick as bro. Mandalorian season three is going to be fucking sick. <laughs> and uh, 100% Luke Skywalker is going to be in this week's episode for book of Boba Fett. Oh, 100%. The moment that it ended on, oh. Mando's like, I've got to go. Like, he gets a whole thing for Grogu, like, made. Nice. And then he's like, I've got to go somewhere before I can help you, Fennec. And then he's like, it's obviously that's where he's going. Right. But are you sure they just won't show what he's doing? No, they're going to go because... Like, um, show, what's his name that plays... In The Mandalorian. No, because what's his name that plays Boba Fett said, teased a Luke Skywalker-level cameo... Well, it can't be Luke Skywalker. It would make sense. Because it's Luke <laughs> Sky- Skywalker but, level. No, but you can't... Surely he's gotten enough media training to be like, don't say Luke Skywalker if he's fucking in it. Like, 
I don't know, but I, someone's I, showing up. I think Sam Jackson. I think Han Solo. Ah, oh, no. They won't bring yeah. him back ever. Won't be no. Harrison Ford. Yeah. No. Fucking, they've got a second actor. Yeah, that's what I mean. They're not going to use him. I reckon they will. No. No, because that's in between. Okay, that's anyway, not yeah, Star Sorry, Wars. sorry, sorry. Cat, <laughs> um, where can people find us? You can email us at watchitagainpod at gmail.com. Yep, that's the one. Or you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at watchitagainpodcast, which I've still not managed to connect after spending two hours of my oh, work right. time trying to <laughs> do it and searching Facebook forums. <sighs> anyway. Yes. Can I announce something before we um, head? Oh. I haven't told you guys this. No. But I'm, I'm going to bo- cut I, it if it's I, bad I, news. I'm bo- yeah, go for it. Um, so uh, I found this out about a week ago. Uh, my girlfriend called me at like, like probably like night time, like not super late, but like, out of, the, out of the blue, uh, with some news. Um, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. It's on Disney Plus, all yeah. 15 seasons. I messaged you. you. Yeah, no, I'm, she called me before you, so. She, you were late. You were late to the party. But she, I know she's the one because she fucking knew. She knew, <laughs> she knew that was my shit. Is this well, you had to pl- ask her to, like... Marry you right I now. I was like, you were about to say, yep, Beck's pregnant. I'm that's gonna, what I I'm thought gonna, I was going to. Stop the podcast. Yeah, that's what I was hoping he's a dare. Anyway, I go watch like, that. I thought you were about to be like, she's pregnant. And I was going to be like, why the fuck did you bring that up place. here? <laughs> <laughs> to tell us. Yeah. It's like, just send us a message, bro. <laughs> um, but anyway, oh, yes, <laughs> I'm very excited. Um, because that means I'll get to catch up on it all. Oh, yeah, you're like seasons behind. I'm like, you can catch up too, I'm Jacob. not going to watch it. It's too late now. I've committed to a character that hates the show that I can't go and watch it ever you in my life. You just hate everything too bad. that we the recommend. Next hu- the next hundred episodes is going to be a weekly wrap-up Oh, fuck. Sunny. We're going to be quick because the actual Actually, cast of Sunny have beaten us to it. Oh, well, but fuck that then. See, How many- you fucking dawdled and now they're doing it. <laughs> Maybe the just market. each week we watch an episode and we just start from the start. And Why we, don't you we make your own podcast on that? We could, but- yeah, right. Don't let me get in the way. Do you want to stop doing this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, 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 wait, wait, wait. You're just going to be forced to listen to Star Wars talk every week. So, yeah. you know. I may as well, like, get in on something. Can I, I be on your Sunny podcast and be the guy that doesn't know what's Fuck going no. on? No, absolutely not. Fuck. That'd kind of be a fun bit. <laughs> like, guys, what's happening? We just sit here and explain the story to Jacob. <laughs> and I have to decide if I will um, watch the episode mm. or not. He's a real fucking McPoyle. Hey, cat. <laughs> <laughs> he has no clue. He All didn't right. even hear what you said. I heard. I just didn't know what it was, so I just ignored it. Um, anyway, um, we'll be back next week, I guess, with number 101. Yeah. I guess there's only one movie we can do. 102 Dalmatians. Oh. Oh, <laughs> You know. Or we just stop doing movies. We could just do um like politics or something now. Yeah, I guess we've we've, we've capped off a hundred episodes. Okay, yeah, hundred episodes every, of movies. Every hundred yeah, every hundred episodes will like switch up the genre. Renaissance art? Mm, I could talk about that. Yeah? Yeah. Why everyone's uh, fat and naked? Sure. I understands because there was like a plague then and there's a plague now and I understand why everyone oh, was fat. Very true. Because they just stayed at their houses and ate food. No, everyone was fat because the only people that could afford to have their Portraits painted were rich people. Yeah, they stayed in their house away from the plague and ate food. Yeah. So it makes sense why they were fat. <laughs> Checks out. Checks yeah. out. I was naked and fat, like the same as we all are. Okay, and that's... <laughs> uh, uh.
and we'll, yeah. <laughs> 199 wow 199, um, that was wow. quick 99 um, otherwise yeah thank you so much for listening week in and week out and we'll be back next week for number 101 I'm Jacob I'm Kat and I'm Nick bye ciao oh is that his